1: Regardless of physical senses The sight of the natural eye Or the hearing of sheer contradiction Straight from the father of lies I'll not allow doubt to linger Or to take up its lodging in me But I'll cast down imaginations Repeating these words faithfully It is written that they shall recover It is written that we were healed It is written, hold fast your profession It is written in God's written will it is written, Himself bear our sickness. Bear our sickness. It is written, He carried our pain. At the enemy's line, it is written, I cry. It is written You know a good fight Is a fight That you win And Jesus The Lion Of Judah He conquered And then rose Again I'm seated With Him In the heavenlies And I know that My Father is pleased As the high priest Of my faith's confession Repeats to him diligently It is written that they Shall we cover? It is written that we were healed. It is written, hold fast your profession. It is written in God's written will. It is written Himself. Bear our sickness, bear our sickness. It is written, he carried our pain. At the enemy's line, it is written, my cry.
0: You know, God has lots of good things for you and your family, and they're all a part of his covenant with you as his child. You know, we usually think of a covenant in a negative sense as something that we must do or else we'll suffer a penalty. But basically, God's covenant is positive. It involves receiving those things that God has promised us, us taking a hold of those things that he's given to us. And when we've entered into God's new covenant, many promises have become ours. Promises not only for us, but for our mate, our children, and for all who claim and have the name of Jesus and who have the blood of Jesus applied to their life. We're going to look at the covenant relationship of marriage, the original covenant, the unfolding of this covenant. The Bible says there is a covenant in marriage. And we're going to read from Malachi chapter 2 and verse 14. Yet ye say, Wherefore, because the Lord hath been witness between thee and the wife of thy youth, against whom thou hast dealt treacherously yet is she thy companion and the wife of thy covenant This scripture tells us that there is a covenant relationship in marriage Married Christians have a covenant relationship with the father and with each other when you belong to God and you enter into a marriage contract that marriage is a covenant between you and your mate if you were not born again when you were married Then you did not enter into the covenant described here in Malachi, the second chapter. But if you and your mate were born again when you wed, then in God's eyes your relationship is a covenant. There's another scripture that shows the existence of a covenant relationship in marriage. Proverbs 2, verses 16 and 17. To deliver thee from the strange woman, even from the stranger, which flattereth with her words, which forsaketh the guide of her youth, and forgetteth the covenant of her God. The covenant of her God mentioned here refers to marriage. This woman entered into a covenant with her husband as a young person, but now she has forgotten it. She has tossed aside her marriage relationship. She does not count it as important. Nevertheless, it is a covenant relationship. The word covenant means actually to cut. In olden times, when people cut a covenant, they would cut their wrists, let the blood drip into a cup, they would then each drink out of that common cup, and by so doing, they were saying, Now we are one. One of the first illustrations of a covenant is found in the story of Cain and Abel. We read in Genesis 4 and verses 1 through 8. Abel offered an animal as a sacrifice to God, while Cain offered him the fruit of the ground. God accepted Abel's sacrifice, the blood, but rejected Cain's, the fruit. Why? Because Abel was, in essence, saying, I want to enter into a covenant relationship with you. I want to intermingle and be one with you. He cut a covenant with God, and there was the shedding of blood. Cain, on the other hand, made no attempt at a covenant relationship. You know, you can't bring God a bunch of grapes as a covenant because there is no blood in them. Without shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness, Hebrews 9 and 22. From Proverbs 18, it speaks of a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. That is a covenant friend. You may have a natural blood brother, but a friend with whom you have cut a covenant is closer to you. You have intermingled your blood with his and have become one by an act of your will. You have exchanged your lives. You have intermingled your natures. The covenant relationship expands to take in an entire family when God deals with Noah. Noah built the ark according to the instructions of God. And after he built it, his family entered the ark. God didn't say, Come on into the ark, Noah. He said, Come thou and all thy household into the ark. Genesis 7 and verse 1. God wanted all of Noah's family saved. Noah, his household, they went into the ark and were safe during the terrible storm. At the end of the storm, Noah came out, offered a sacrifice of animals. He cut a covenant with God. God in return said that he would make a covenant with Noah. He said, I'm going to put a rainbow in the sky and this will be my signal or sign that I will never again totally cover the earth with water. You find this in Genesis chapter 9. That covenant benefited Noah's entire family. He and his wife and the children. Abraham is another man who enjoyed a covenant relationship with God. The Bible refers to Abraham as being the friend of God. I want to be... Regarded as a friend of God, don't you? And the scripture was fulfilled, which saith, Abraham believed God, and it was imputed unto him for righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. James 2 and 23. Here is Isaiah 41 and verse 8. But thou, Israel, art my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, the seed of Abraham, my friend. Then the second Chronicles 20. Art not thou our God who didst drive out the inhabitants of this land before thy people Israel, and gavest it to the seed of Abraham, thy friend, forever? God gave the promised land to the seed of Abraham, his friend. The word for friend here does not mean neighbor. There are two Hebrew words used in the Old Testament for friend, and when the word neighbor is used in Proverbs, for instance, it usually means just an acquaintance, someone that you live next door to, a casual surface friendship. But the word for friend here means a loving one. Friends are very, very close to each other. Friendship is a covenant relationship. The Bible also tells us that Abraham believed God and it was imputed unto him for righteousness. When it says that Abraham believed God, it doesn't mean the casual I believe in God attitude. The devils believe in God. It means rather an unqualified committal. Abraham was saying, God, I give myself to you without any strings attached. And in return, God said, Abraham, I give myself to you totally without any reservation. We have a covenant father. You've been listening to the Hour of Anointing. To order David Engel's products, including music CDs and downloads, soundtracks and songbooks, call us toll free at 1-877-34-RADIO. Or visit us online at diministries.org And while you're there, check out audio archives of past programs Including today's broadcast Our mailing address is David Ingalls Ministries P.O. Box 1924, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74101 When writing, please include an offering for radio time Along with the call letters of this station Tune in weekdays at this same time For the Hour of Anointing with David Ingalls